Hey there, Michael Griffiths here, founder of Referral Marketing Guru, and welcome to this week's Get More Referrals Today podcast. Today, I'm going to dive into something which I know uh, stops a lot of people because it's a very logical way to think. And in essence, it's our little survival brain going, well, why would they help me? What can I do to help them? If I'm not helping them, well, they're not going to do anything for me, are they? And on face value, it makes perfect sense because it is a very logical way to think about it. But the problem is we're not logical. When we make decisions, we don't make them logically. We might be able to justify it logically, but every decision we make, all of our human behavior is controlled over that limbic part of the brain. It's why we talk about the limbic system so much and everything that we're about is about how do you limbic the crap out of your business from top to bottom? Because when you can strategically influence other people, it comes because of the feelings that you evoke in them, not because of the logic. So here's the question. I hear it all the time. Why would my referral partners help me when I can't give them referrals and there's nothing I can really do to help them? And it's a great question. I'm going to take you on a little bit of a tangent here to be able to answer it. So stay with me. So here's the first thing I want you to be able to do. And most people listening to this, I feel fairly safe have had some sort of romantic partner in their life, whether you're married, whether you've got a boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever it is, a significant other, you've had some sort of romantic partner in your life. So I want you to go back to that person and think, why was it that I was interested in that person? What was it? Was it because they had things to offer me? Was it because of the value they provided? Was it because of the bond and trust you created? Was it because of the fun that you had? When you think about, and even you haven't had a romantic partner, go with a really close friend. What made you become really close with that person? And now it's easy to go, you're talking about social, you're talking about personal and I'm talking about business and referral partners, how they're the same. They are a million percent the same. And the thing is that because we're in business or we're talking about it in a business context, we forget the natural laws of human behavior in the universe, that people will always help people that they feel close to, that they resonate with, that they create some bond with. And that is the number one thing that we need to focus on. As soon as we start focusing on, I've got nothing to give them or I don't have referrals for them or I can't see how I can help them, so why would they help me? We're putting ourselves as the focus rather than putting them as the focus. We've got no idea what would make the other person happy unless we ask them. And most of the time, because we have this core need for connection, creating an unbelievable bonding connection is just as important as anything else that you might do. I'm going to give you some examples shortly of how I think about this and when I come across people where really I'm just not in the same league or they're much further down the track or they've got a much bigger business and how I go about making sure that in essence, I am relevant in their life. 
There's a word that I've used a number of times over the last few months, if you've been listening to, to the weekly podcast, and it's shared moments. See, the more shared moments that we create with other people, and in this instance, we're talking about referral partners, but it's exactly the same with prospects. It's exactly the same with clients. It's exactly the same with people in your networks. The more shared moments that we can create, the deeper the bond and trust we create. When you think about this, I want to make this really clear. I don't pass you a referral because I'm going, great. Sit there, twiddle my thumbs. I can't wait for them to pass me a referral back. It's not why I pass a referral. If it happens, and quite often it does, and I get into that on a completely different episode, then perfect. But I pass you a referral because firstly, I'm thinking of you. Secondly, I value what you do. Thirdly, we have this bond and trust that I know you will look after the person that I'm passing. And fourthly, but probably the number one reason, it's for me to look good in front of the other person I'm passing over to you. It's to be able to help them. It's actually not even to help you. It's a byproduct. What I want to do is impress the other person. Now, this happens pretty much all on a subconscious level. You don't sit there and think about all those steps. I do because that's what I'm supposed to do. Okay, But on a subconscious level, that's actually why you refer people because the person you are referring on, you're impressing them. You want to look good for them. You want to help them for whatever reason. The person who's receiving the referral happens just to be the lucky benefit of it. But if you don't trust the person or you don't have a bond with that person or you don't value what that person does or you don't have some sort of close connection, well, you're never going to give that to that person. So I had someone who asked me the other day, do you know a good mortgage broker? I pick one of the thousand that I know. But in essence, only one name came to the top of my head of who I would pass on to them. And yet I know lots of them. So why didn't any of those other people's names come up? We have no shared moments. Or whatever shared moments we have have been so long ago I haven't continued that I don't feel too bad. So that first thing that needs to be to know, yeah, they're not going to let me down. Because in essence, that's what I really care when I send a referral. See, so many people go, well, if I just do a good job or doing a great job is what it's all actually all about. It's not. There's so many people who do a great job that would never get a referral because they haven't created the bond or the closeness or the shared moments to be able to actually get the referral. See, doing a great job and not letting your referral partner down, it's not a feather in the cap. It just should be what happens. So I'm going to assume from this point forward that you're going to do that. So therefore, what's the next part that we need to make sure that we get right? Well, it's creating these moments with the other person. So let me 
come forward a bit here and let's look at this this problem that people get stuck with. But I've got nothing I can do to help them right now. What a load of rubbish. There are so many different things that you could do to help them. But because we've got the blinkers on, you're only thinking on a single path. And that usually that single path is, I can't find referrals for them. How do you know they even want referrals? How do you know what it is that could be the best thing for them? Unless you ask them and you actively listen to them and you get curious about finding out more about them. See, so many times I don't need a referral back when I pass someone a referral. I'm doing it because that's what I naturally do. And I know eventually it'll come back. And whether it's from that person or somebody else, it's like, it doesn't matter. But for some people, connecting them to somebody else, that could open doors for them. For some people, introducing them to a key person. For some people, just being by their side and on their team. There are so many different ways that you can add value to someone else, which has got nothing to do with being able to pass them referrals. And that has to be your way of thinking. Our survival brain is there to keep us safe. So it's trying to work everything out before you even have conversations with people. And that's what shoots you in the foot. Your survival brain actually isn't helping you because you make up all these stories in your head to what you actually think is supposed to happen or what you're supposed to do or why they're going to help you if you do this. And if I go A and B and then C, then hopefully D and E and F will happen. And most of the time it doesn't. And most of the time you sit there paralyzed doing nothing because you made up this story that they're not going to help you because you can't do this for them. And it's actually not even what they want. So what we've actually got to do is get into conversations with people build bonds and shared moments with them. So the key becomes to be able to help someone get curious about them, to be able to make sure that someone wants to pass you referrals, create more shared moments with them, create deeper bonds with them, not business surface level garbage, real bonds, real relationships, understand about them, understand what lights them up, understand their family, understand hobbies, go do things where it's fun and there's laughter. Because when you create those sorts of moments, you're creating oxytocin. Oxytocin is a brain chemical which, in essence, makes you like another person. So if you've got a significant other right now, it's because you've created oxytocin with each other. That's it. Well, that's what you've got to do with your referral partners too. Create oxytocin with them. And the best way to create oxytocin is to go and do fun things, creating shared moments. And when you do that, that's when people will help you and they won't even know why they're helping you but they will be compelled to help you. And then you get curious. And when you get curious and you ask questions and you find things out and you just are on the lookout 
to how you might be able to do something to be able to help that person. You just think of them out of the blue. See, building relationships, whether it's a referral partner, whether it's for a friend, whether it's for a significant other, is exactly the same. Because in essence, we're all dealing with humans. So one of the best things you can do right now is just remove the word business and treat it like any other relationship. And what would you do to be able to propel that relationship forward and become great friends? That's what a referral partner should be, great friends. And if you can't see them as that, don't make them a referral partner. They shouldn't be because it'll fizzle out and die because it's all transactional. And that's not how great referral partners are created. So quick little insight. What would I do if I had somebody who I knew I would love to be a referral partner with? And I don't know whether there's going to be a great fit or not. And that's the first thing. Can't go in there with preconceived ideas and preconceived thoughts and thinking that you know it and tell yourself a story. You've got to go in curious. You've got to go in ready to listen and to just ask questions and to be able to find out and to have fun. So they're the first things that I'm looking to be able to do with another person. Then I'm looking to constantly ask myself, okay, how do I create more shared moments with this person? How do I create deeper moments with this person? Hey, maybe all of a sudden I'm in their area and let's go grab coffee or let's go have lunch. If you're only transactional thinking, no one's going to help you. And unfortunately, that's what we're falling into. We're falling into an online transactional thinking mode. Get back to real relationships, real human relationships. And that's how referral partners are truly created where they want to help you. Even if you do nothing at all, they will still help you. But you will find ways to help them because they'll let you know how to be able to help them. So hopefully it's been super helpful. As always, make sure you share this with one other person who right now is struggling with referrals. Let them go listen to the episode. Send them the link. Follow us, YouTube, Referral Marketing Guru. Uh, subscribe to your favorite podcast platform, whichever one it happens to be. Just search Get More Referrals Today. And as always, love to be able to follow the conversation on our socials. So just pop onto our socials. Look for Michael Griffiths, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. And can't wait to see you again next week. Okay, all. Well, take care. Have an amazing week. Go create those shared moments. I'll talk to you real soon. See you later all.